Hello again, Bears fans, and welcome into We Are Regal Radio's fourth and goal series, where we give you four keys or goals for the Bears to complete every single week in order to gain a victory. And this week they will be taking on the Houston Texans. And everyone will, of course, remember that Deshaun Watson was picked by the Texans after they traded up to get him, which everyone thought, at least uh, going into the draft on the Bears side, that they were going to go with Deshaun. And it ended up being Mitchell Trubisky that Ryan Pace drafted. So we'll see Mitch versus Deshaun. And it should be a pretty competitive game, I would think. Both of these teams come into this game struggling a little bit. The Bears will be at home at 5-7. and seven. The Texans come in as the visiting team at 4-8. and eight. They played much better since uh, the firing of Bill O'Brien. Romeo Cornell has done a pretty solid job there. And, of course, they have a terrific quarterback in Deshaun Watson. And I guess with that, we'll get started with our first goal. And the first goal, we'll keep it with Deshaun Watson. And this is going to be a big one because... Really, I don't think the Texans are going to win this game unless they get a huge game out of Deshaun Watson. And I know a lot of people are going to point to last week's game against the Lions, but Matt Stafford played pretty darn well in that game. And certainly the Lions needed every bit of it for them to complete that comeback and get the surprising victory that they did. It's going to be something similar to that this week. Deshaun Watson, he's got to make a ton of plays for this Texans team because defensively they're really struggling. Yes, they have JJ Watt and they have some solid players up on that uh, defensive front, but overall they're a pretty weak group of similar to the lions and we'll get to the bears offense in a little bit, but the bears defense has not been playing well the last couple of weeks. They really need to come back and have a good performance because I mean, We'll see. I guess it's possible the offense can go ahead and go out there and get a victory themselves by just scoring a bunch. But come on, how likely is that? So you need a really solid effort from your defense and limit Deshaun Watson some. I think Deshaun's going to make some big plays. He's going to keep this game competitive at the very least. And certainly the Texans have a very good chance to win this game because both these teams are about the same level right now. So I don't want to just uh, make it sound like the Bears are just ultra favorites, but definitely if Deshaun Watson doesn't have a great game, I just don't think the Texans with their struggles on defense are going to have enough to overcome whatever the Bears can put out there because even though the Bears are not the team we thought they were, they definitely have improved a little bit when it comes to some of their offensive woes. So I would think with the talent that they have and hopefully the pride that they have, that if Deshaun Watson is pretty pedestrian, that the Bears can find a way to get a victory. Moving along to our second goal, and we're going to move to the Bears offense. And unfortunately, this this is going to be a quick goal because I I don't think we need to spend much time on this. We kind of know what's going to happen, but... You know, one thing the Bears have to continue to concentrate on, and it'd be great if it was a four-quarter concentration and not just a half, because that's what it seems like it's been. With the reconfiguring of the offensive line, you know, the quarterback position has improved. The running game has certainly improved. It's not necessarily dominant or anything like that, but 
you know, 30 points against a bad defense, that was unheard of for the Bears for majority of this season until that game last week against the Lions. But, I mean, we know what's going to happen. Matt Nagy, I'm sure, is going to try to get some of the run in there. Even Bill Lazor, if he's the play caller, whatever. I'm sure the game plan will be to get some carries to Montgomery, but I'm sure we'll be talking in our three and out series like we've done all year long that that's going to be a a criticism against the Bears that they didn't run the football enough. And especially when they don't really have a dominant passing game, it just it, it baffles me that Matt Nagy won't give David Montgomery 25 carries. He'll just get him to right around 20, but he couldn't call five more plays of running when how many times do we look at especially that last game against the lions where if you ran that ball with the six minute mark and you're up 10 you know maybe that you can just take away enough time that the the lions couldn't even complete the comeback but alas we've talked about this a lot so there's no reason to go too hard on the running game hopefully the bears find a way to uh get through to matt Nagy or something and maybe they run the football a little bit more Our third goal, sticking with the Bears offense, and that's going to be the offensive line because they have been a little bit of a revelation these last couple weeks ever since they reconfigured it. You have uh, Jermaine Effetti now at right tackle, Alex Bars at right guard, Sam Mustafer at center, Cody Whitehair at left guard, and then, of course, Charles Leno Jr. at left tackle. And the group has played solidly. Uh, they've definitely improved. It's been the best two-week stretch in the season by a long, long shot. So can they continue that momentum is going to be the question mark going into this game with the Texans because the Texans can definitely put up some points. But, you know, Deshaun Watson, he's got a banged up group around him. So it's a lot of Deshaun Watson. But this offensive line they held, I think, a big key in this game because uh, with that improvement of the offensive line, we've seen more of the running game, which is certainly, we can't talk about that enough. Uh, It makes no sense why that's not a huge part of the Bears' offense, especially when they don't have a quarterback they can trust. If this offensive line can continue to do what they've done as a pass-blocking unit too, you know, with Mitch's mobility you got a good chance of, of keeping your quarterback upright and not giving up those huge sack and loss numbers that you would see maybe with a Nick Foles. Uh, who knows? Maybe even this offensive line would be able to make Nick Foles a little bit better. But, of course, uh, I think the Bears are doing the right thing going with Mitch just because Nick Foles isn't the answer. And, you know, Mitch, if anything, I guess there's a chance that if, if he plays just phenomenal these last four weeks, Maybe the Bears continue to show interest and want to bring him back on a one-year, two-year deal or something like that. Uh, But this offensive line certainly holds a big key in this game, and and no doubt about it, they've got to try to keep J.J. Watt uh, basically to a non-factor. And he's really the guy, I think, that gets this Texans uh, defense going because when they get that pass rush, that secondary becomes a lot better. When they don't get the pass rush, that secondary is one of the weakest in the NFL, and that's a big opportunity for the passing game, but especially the running game, if it can get to the second level. You know, Dave Montgomery, he'll have some chances to get some good chunk yardage if he can get to that second level. Uh, It's just so, so important that this offensive line continues to play the way that they have. If they at all go back to pre-Green Bay and pre-Detroit, 
in that kind of ineffectiveness, now we're talking again that the Bears have a really strong chance of losing out the rest of the way. If they continue to play this well, it might be kind of hard for the Bears to lose out, especially that would be uh, 10 losses in a row. That's that's pretty bad uh, and really hard to do in the NFL. So what does this offensive line do to give this offense a chance is really a huge key in this one. And then our final goal is is kind of a continuation of our last one where, I mean, we have to be realistic about this with uh, this Bears team. I think a lot of Bears fans are hoping that the team can lose out because there is still a chance that they can get into the top 10 of the draft, even if it's not necessarily likely. And we'll have to see with tie breaks and stuff like that. But they do have a chance to get into the top 10 of the draft. And we're talking tackles and quarterbacks and that's what the bears need most of all and that's usually where they go is very early in the first round uh this defense and this team though has a lot of talented and high character people uh, supposedly this is a strong locker room with a lot of leadership uh maybe the defenses quit on the coach maybe we'll see if if it continues with the defensive effort that's been pretty poor as of late but uh, you wonder what the pride factor is for the Bears this would be just their seventh straight loss which is just ridiculous to really think about I mean that's so many in a row and it's really really hard to do we don't see a lot of 0-16 teams I mean usually you get a win no matter what between a 7-10 to week span when it comes to the NFL season. Now, of course, we do have the Jets who are on on the path to to winless. They came really close in the Raiders loss last week. But you just wonder what the Bears and their team, are they going to come out kind of with a slugging mindset after giving up that last game against Detroit? Because they had really no business losing that game. Certainly the Bears should have been able to finish that one off. Now it's you wonder what kind of effort you're going to see, what kind of attention to detail, what kind of, you know, energy does the team bring on Sunday when they hit the field? These are uh, important goals and keys to this game, but it's also very important looking forward at the end of the season when you're talking about people losing their jobs in the front office and the coaching staff. You know, these players, they control a lot of that. If they go out there and, and play well these last four games and find a way to get a couple victories, you might see the man get back together. And maybe as a player, you're thinking, boy, I don't even want to go through that again. Maybe it's just not even worth it. And you kind of just start thinking of that uh, vacation that you're going to go to. Maybe not necessarily this year with COVID, but uh, maybe you get that kind of mentality like, boy, I can't wait to just go hit the islands or whatever the vacation is. So pride, really just pride is a huge factor in this football game for the Bears. And we'll see what uh, what kind of effort they come out with. It, it should be an interesting game. I think it'll be pretty close. Vegas thinks it'll be pretty close. It's been basically Houston by a point, which is essentially a pick em. And you just think that probably the Bears are going to have to eventually get a victory or at least get a game where they get a lot of breaks 
and maybe they're able to uh, finally take advantage. But then on the other hand, you're playing a terrific quarterback. And when you have a terrific quarterback, you have a chance any given Sunday. And that's uh, that's what makes this matchup obviously so tantalizing with that 2017 rematch. But really, it's probably more of a uh, throw up for Bears fans thinking that, man, Deshaun could have been ours. So regardless of all that, enjoy the game, Bears fans. And uh, hopefully the Bears are able to accomplish these four goals and get themselves a victory on Sunday.